Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today, it's my esteemed pleasure to have on one of the singers of Chapel Heart, Danica Hart. How are you today? Hello. Doing good. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Very good. Is it Danica or Danica? Uh, Danica. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had it proper. <laughs> you were correct. How are you holding up through all this stuff, my dear? Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you today. How you hold up through all this pandemic stuff? Oh my gosh, it's been it's been crazy. But uh, one of the I think one of the most amazing things for us is that we just figured out a way to um to make it work to keep moving. And um so it's been business wise really really well for us. But you know it's just the just the craziness. You know like one state one state's open, one state's closed. They open and then they close. They go forward a phase, go back a phase. So we've been just kind of trying to play double dutch with that, but, you know, let's <laughs> right. still be moving. <laughs> right, right. Jump in there and get to the beat of both things and try to figure out which one's hitting first. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, under yeah. I understand that. Um, now, now, by the way, how are you doing with the whole hurricane deal? Are you down in Louisiana right now? Uh, we are in New Orleans right now. And so uh, we're just kind of watching to see. You know, it kind of curved away from New Orleans a little bit. But, um... They said we're still likely to get some of that, you know, hard rain, flooding, and tornadoes. So we're just praying and, you know, praying and watching. But it looks it's pretty nice outside right now. So it hasn't made its way over here yet. Yeah, our thoughts and prayers down everybody. You guys have taken a beating this year. So, you know, you guys definitely need it um, you know, as well. Now, congratulations, by the way. On your new songs, I mean, you're, you're, you're coming out there bringing these things out. You're kind of bringing a whole new direction. I love the sound, by the way. Thank you so much. We, um, it's so, it's so crazy, though, because, um, even in interviews, I still, I'm like, I can't believe that, you know, that little girl who used to think that, like, well, I know I'll never be able to sing country music, but I sure wish I could. And then, like, to, to be there and people are like, your song's doing so great. It's so awesome. It is still a super shock. And I know a lot of times people are like, um, well, I know you hear this all the time, so you probably, but no, every single time that I hear it, it gives me, like, little flutters or something. It's crazy. How did you get into, how did you get into country music? Is it because of where you're raised or your, your folks or what? How did you get into country well, music? I think probably a combination of the two. Um, I grew up in Poplar. We grew up in Poplarville, Mississippi. And um, just for anybody who doesn't know, um, we're, uh, Deb's my sister in the band and uh, the youngest one. And Tree's our cousin. And so we all grew up together. But um, I always tell people I had about eight years to myself before Dev came along. But my dad would always take me on car rides. He'd take me. He throw me in this old hoopty of his, and um, <laughs> and he would put on like George Jones and Kenny Rogers, and we would just ride and sing and laugh. But somehow, like he always knew that was like the secret to get me to go to sleep because I am I have always been a night owl, and if you let me, I would stay up the entire night. So around about evening time, he'd take me on a drive and knock me out, and, uh, take me inside. So, um, <laughs> but that was kind of where country music started for me and then I realized like you know finally when it got to the age where I could just pick what I wanted to listen to I was too slow for rap like I would go to school and be like listen to this rap song I know and everybody's like that's old I'm like shoot <laughs> so <laughs> and um but uh, but I love a good story and I could always find myself in country music and I just and I think that just it's kind of just how it happened 
Well, I mean, you know, and, and, and did you always aspire to be a, an entertainer and a singer? Uh, yeah, absolutely. What's crazy is that that's probably the only, that's all, that's all that I've dreamed of. It's crazy. I remember being little and I would stand up on my bed, stand up in the middle of my bed and I'd pretend that I had a whole crowd of people or I was like at an arena <laughs> or something. And so, and, and really as far back as I can remember, and um, <laughs> it's so funny though, because you always say you need those real people in your life, because as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to do music, and my mom, you know, my mom just didn't know, you know, so she was like, um, I know you love music, but what, do you, what, you need a real job, what do you really want to do? Get a haircut and get a real job, like they used to say. <laughs> right, 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 right. So one time I had the bright idea, I wanted to be a pilot, she said. You know, I'm a little thick, I'm plus size. She was like, um, honey, I don't think you're going to be able to be a pilot. She said, those, those cockpits are real small. I was like, well, now just think about it. <laughs> so, and I, I could only just keep coming back to music. And um, and so I just, one day, uh, I came down to New Orleans with a tree, and I was like, you know what? I lost my job at the hospital in Poplarville. If you, in our Make For Me song, talks about it a little bit. But I lost my job, and... I came back, came to New Orleans, and I was like, well, this is it, sink or swim. If I'm ever going to try it, it's going to be now. And thank God I did. See, and so who were, who were those people that you were singing when you were up on the band as a kid? Who were you listening to back then? Who did you want to be like? I mean, I was such a Shania Twain fan. And, well, and I think it was, I think it was because she was so different. And at the time, like, as when I was really little, at the time, that was, she, she was about the most different thing happening in country music. So she was like my little light, my little point of hope. It was like, you know, because everybody would always say she was pop music, right. not country. And she kind of went through that bashing for a little bit. And I was like, if she then if she can do it, then I know that I can do it. So I love that. I, I just I, I love Shania Twain for a while, you know, for a while, and then then came along Gretchen Wilson and the whole music mafia, and I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is my family. <laughs> I found them. So yeah, and, and John Rich is a great friend of the show. We've had him on, and 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 so that's and love Gretchen Wilson, and, and Shania is just yeah, she took. I, I love that you pointed out she took a beating for a little bit, you know, and and, and she did, but you know now. She's Shania, you know, and there's Dana right there, boom, right. you know, they, you know, and that's kind of it. But you know, I love the idea that you sit there, you you didn't put any perimeters on what you wanted to do. You know, right. I mean, you, you looked at, you looked forward. Now, and I'm going to ask you this: in is, did you ever look at it as being your sister in country music? You're a black woman coming into country music, rising up the charts. You know, coming into that part of this, how you felt you would fit in as, as such. Did that ever cross your mind? Um, I, I feel like, I feel like it probably, it probably should have a, a little more, but, um, I think I was never really focused on, um, I was never really focused on the fact that, you know, I was, I was black or that, you know, country mu music needed more black or anything like that. I, I realized the songs that I was writing, I, we, we finally started playing them at shows and, um. We did an original song and uh, called we did a song called Jackie song and there wasn't a dry eye in the room and then we did a uh, we played made for me and um there was a guy that came up to me afterwards and he was like and now he said I didn't even grow up in the country he said I grew up in the city but I grew up poor and he kind of gave me a story and he said this song resonates so much with my heart he said but even from when I was a little boy I always knew that I was going to do big things and I was going to make a lot of money and I was going to go and, you know, help my mom. And, and so it was like when I noticed that the music started, 
just resonating with people, I was like, I got to do this. You know what I mean? And I so, love um, that. That is, so, I think it's just a bonus. To me, it's just a bonus that you're bringing a woman of color onto the country scene, you know, and, and we're seeing more of it uh, with talent. And, and, you know, and I, and like I said, I love your sound, but I, and I yeah. want, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you that. And I hope it didn't make you uncomfortable in any way because it was completely no, complimentary. It was completely complimentary. And I, and I feel like, you know, Every breath of fresh air that comes on that's something different and nice and pleasant and bringing things up, it can, should should and can come from anyone. Right. And, right. And, and that's where and that's where that's that's my message to people though. Like, um, and it, I kind of keep kind of referring back to the song, but um, the the song Jackie song was about a um a lady who she was a girl who was the she was the girlfriend of my keyboard player, and um. Long story short, she uh, she was she worked with the musicians clinic, and they they went down to South Louisiana to um, set up for a festival. And um, the the weather started to get bad, and their tent got struck by lightning, and she passed away at the age of twenty eight. Oh, when I say that shook me to my core, and at the time I think I was like twenty six, so I was like, life can be over just like that. And um, am I doing everything that I can? I had to ask myself, am I doing everything that I can to? to chase my dreams and chase the music and do, you know, do what it is that I really want to do. And the answer was no. And, um, I just knew I had to do something about that. I feel like I'd be doing her life no justice to just be letting life happen to me. And so that I just, it really kicked my butt in the gear. And so, um, it was kind of, I think it was that that really gave me the confidence to say, it doesn't matter what you look like, who you are and where you're going, just chase after what you believe in and everything else will, everything else will start to just line up and um and you know and, and to me that's kind of how i've just been living 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 this kind or chasing this dream over the last couple years it's just been you know put on the blinder stay focused write great music write them write what's in your heart and hopefully hopefully you touch somebody in the world along the way I love that. That is fantastic. That's a great message for all all you young singers, songwriters out there, and just anybody listening to what you want to do, man. Just look forward, work hard, and get it done, and you know, and, and take care of good people. And that's exactly why I think that's a, you guys are bringing a wonderful message. Now, I, I have to ask you: you have a raspiness in your voice, even in your, even in our interview, you do, but it, it transcends into your music, and I love that. Oh. I love that that raspiness. And that sound and, and, and some of the harmonies and everything else that you guys have in it is, is such an original touch. I like, by the way, I really like Country Paradise, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was a really good song. And then I have to bring up this song you got down there, Jesus and Alcohol. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, my heavens. So, first of all, this song was a, we, we, were, we were out in Nashville and we were just getting stir crazy. We usually get like maybe one hotel if it's just the girls and I mean if it's just us and Derek, we'll just grab one hotel and you right. know, we'll, we'll we'll stick it out. But this one particular hotel we got was kind of much. It was a little bit smaller than the ones that we usually had, so it just felt like the walls were coming in. We were getting stir crazy, and so um <laughs> so we send Derek out on a beer run. You know, poor him. I think it was storming, so that tells you he was ready to go out and get beer and hang out with us. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm, I'm in the bathroom and I'm just, I'm, I'm working on guitar because I've been telling myself I need to teach myself forever. So I'm working on guitar and I feel like I've come up with um, enough chords to put together Amazing Grace. And so I'm thinking it's Amazing Grace. So I walk out, Jeff says, um, damn, what if we sing a song about an alliteration? 
And I said, girl, you know, this always told the Mississippi, uh, the Poplarville school system failed me. <laughs> so I was like, what is an alliteration? <laughs> and she was like, you know, she said, like, um, Bible, bourbon, and breakup. Oh, and I just, like, the light just went off. I was like, where is it? Where's the notepad? Let's write it down. <laughs> So we started writing it. It's like literally in the course of about 30 minutes, the song was written and we had a chance to sing it all the way through. And um, when we sang it all the way through, we kind of just, it got quiet. We looked at each other and I was like, either we just created a masterpiece or this is the biggest hot mess that has ever <laughs> created. But either way, I think I, I was like, I, I want to take a chance on it. And um, we sang it for Jeff Hill, who's our agent. And he when he got quiet in his office and I was like, oh, snap, maybe maybe this is a hot mess. <laughs> and he was like, don't touch anything. He was like, don't change it. Don't don't freestyle nothing. Leave it just how it is. He said, we got to get this recorded. And, um, you know, which ultimately ended up to him sharing it with uh, Billy Gibbons and um, ZZ Top Legend. Yes. He was like, um, he, he um, Jeff was. ZZ Top's agent for a while too, so that 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 was the connection, and he uh, but he knows Billy loves. He's just a music freak, and so um, and so he he, he showed him that he sent him the song. He was like, "What you think about this?" He was like, "Man, what is this?" You know, he was like, "Who is this?" And then he sent him a picture of us, and he was like, "No freaking way!" He was like, "Why not do to be a part of this?" He was like, "This is not real," and um, he sent him a couple more of our songs, and he said, "However, I can help these girls. Let me know." And um, I mean, he agreed to he he agreed to do the video. He loved it, and it was just I mean, he was a hoot. He was supposed to have one scene, and then he was gonna go on and you know go about his life. And as as they were packing up his stuff, he was like, "I think I have a couple ideas that I can." And we were like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so he was just he was incredible though. To um, have that, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm video and I've watched it several times before I had you on and you know when 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 I I first you know we first booked to have you on I was I hit the channel and I had heard the name I heard your your ladies group out there I heard a chapel heart before but I was like you know I just had never went and you know and grabbed a song right so I was like okay I gotta check this out you know obviously you know if I'm happy we're having someone on the Lifebox Media channel gotta listen to the music and see what we think and I was like these cats are going. Yeah. I mean, these, these girls got it going on. And I was like, wait a minute. That's Billy Gibbons. No. And I'm like, I already liked the sound already before I even got to, got to uh, Jesus and alcohol. So I was already hooked on your sound already. Just to let you know. Well, I appreciate that so much though. And I, I love how you say the sound, you know, cause a lot of times, um, I think that, Especially, I think now, especially in Nashville, everything sounds so similar. You know what I mean? And it's like as music changes or as uh, an artist does something, it seems like everything just kind of morphs to that. And then that's the sound for a while. And then that's the sound for a while. And um, one of, the, I think, one of the biggest compliments is people. People always kind of tell us that um, our sound reminds them of cla like classic country or what you know of actual country music. And I'm just like biggest compliment because you know right now country music could really be anything which is kind of you know which is kind of a compliment too that it's right. opening up but um there's still something about you know that 
the country that you were raised on. You know what I mean? Ab ab absolutely. By the way, and the video is great. I love the video of, of Jesus and alcohol. That's a fa I, I tell everybody right now, go to YouTube, look up Chapel Heart, Jesus and alcohol. It, it is absolutely awesome. Featuring Reverend Billy F. Gibbons from ZZ Top. And, and uh, it, but it is so cool. The scene of you standing outside with the ladies as you're outside the church with the bottle in your hand, you had me rolling. You have your homie rolling, you know. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask you three questions. One, what, 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 what's your booze of choice? Oh, say it again. I'm sorry. What's your drink of choice? That you got a bottle drink in your hand. And... I am a. Um, I wasn't well for sure. I was a fireball drinker, but I might have been converted to green bars uh, whiskey. But. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I well, I played piano bar for a while, so Fireball is just, I was trained well. I got started on Fireball, so. They're too sweet for me, girl. Right. Fireball or Green Briar, one or the other. I gotcha. Now, this, now, the second one, now, with all this COVID going on, outside of doing work for music, what has been your guilty pleasure? Have you, uh, you know, watched a ton of Netflix or Hulu or whatever? What's been your guilty pleasure? It's gonna sound probably super nerdy, but I have gotten super excited about like booking places, like because everything's shut down. It's kind of exciting to figure out who's open, where we're going next. You know, booking hotels because before I was I didn't do much of that, but now with everything closed down, a lot of that we're just doing on our own. So. I mean, it, it may be kind of nerdy and maybe not a great answer, but I'm I'm like falling in love with that kind of stuff. Okay, okay, and, and I dig that. Hey, you should know your business better than everybody else. I strongly right. believe Which that. It's been a lesson that I'm learning, and I'm so glad that I am. Yeah, I, I, I strongly, I think that's a big note that you just shared. It's a fantastic piece of advice um, is that you should learn, you know, the booking part and the inside, inside and outsides of your own business. You should know, even if other people handle them, you should know. That way you know what's going right and what's going wrong. That's right. And um, I think that, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you've got people who do that, I think every now and then, just even as the artist, say, hey, look. I want to, I want to do it. And, you know, if, if I mess it up, you're there to fix it. And, you know, what right. but just, there was this one time we were headed to New York and I had a room booked out in Corona, California. And so, yeah. I think you ought to. Everybody ought to be able to do it. <laughs> now, now the other, now the other question is: It is October, so it is Halloween coming up soon. So, are you a horror movie fan? No, not at all. I get so scared. Look, I'm, I get scared of my house. If I hear something I'm like ah, <laughs> like what is wrong with you? <laughs> so, so, so yes. So, what's I the last what's what's the last horror movie you saw? Um. Ooh. I think when I was, I think my senior year, uh, my one of my best friends from Popperville, she loves horror movies. And I think she is the devil. And so <laughs> she tricked me into going to, the, I, I kind of saw the previews, but I'm not much of a TV watcher. My attention span is so short. And um, even now, my, my, my fiance, he hates, he doesn't even take me on movie dates. I'm like, you can at least try. He's like, you don't watch them. Like, so... It's just, it's crazy that, um, and so anyways, long story short, she tricked me into going, and it started out normal, and next thing you know, like, they were, like, walking out of walls and stuff, it was like, I was the loudest one screaming in the movie, I was like, baby, what is this? <laughs> she was just cracking uh, up. Do you remember what the movie was? 
I could not even tell you. I just, <laughs> I was, first of all, it was so long, you know, I was, we were, we were like in the middle of finals or something like that. So I was just right. ready to be done with school and it was a break. So I didn't get any more information. I walked out and I was like, when y'all are finished, I'll be in the front. So I went to like a little arcade thing. So I just, just don't like to be scared. You are know? you a Halloween girl? Um, here lately being a performer, um, I just, we don't, we're, we're either usually performing for Halloween and so, um, or we're, we get a chance to stay home in the madness. And especially down here in New Orleans, Halloween is like Mardi Gras. And so <laughs> right, it's right, no right. Pet. It's no, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a different level. And so, um, I just haven't had a chance to enjoy it, but I do love dressing up though. Like. That that's very cool. That's very cool. Now let me let, let me ask you a question. Now normally, now you said you wrote the song, in like about thirty minutes or so, give or take. Is is that your normal procedure, or do you do you normally say? You know, I, I ask this to all my songwriters. That you know, some of them sit down and say, "Okay, man, look like Lionel Richie. They sat down, lady, and he writes it in 15, 20 minutes." Or mm-hmm. and and then there's people that sit there and you know they three months it takes them to write a song or you know or when 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 you know God hits them with a song or how's your normal procedure or was just just a one done deal or um typically some I think it just depends on um I think it just depends it varies I think um or as songwriters I think that you are expected to have you know a certain amount of songs and so on and so forth so a lot of times. Um, a lot of times we're just writing. And so sometimes that I think to sit down and kind of figure it out and put it together, I think takes definitely takes a little longer than um, when God kind of sends you those magic moments and you're sitting there and you're like, where's the pen? And you write <laughs> it down, you go to the piano and then bam, you got it. And so, um, but so I would, I would definitely say that it varies because I do, I definitely have some that are like, made like you know 15 minutes tops and like jackie's song and i always say i don't know if i could even take credit as a writer because i feel like you know i think her spirit just spoke and i said what if you had any last words what would you say and it just started to pour and and, and on the piano literally it, it, it was written about 10 or 15 minutes but then you know you have some songs that just take a little longer you know Right, and I have not listened to Jackie's song yet. So I'm, now, now I now I have I'm after the show. I'm gonna go I take was, a listen that to might it. Might be the theme of today. I don't know why it keeps coming around, but <laughs> I mean, you know, that might be the deal. And hey, you know, uh, you know, bless her that that you know that, that that might be just the deal that's standing out. So I'm definitely gonna have to go check it out as well. Now, where can everybody find you on social media? I mean, because look, let me let me tell you, people. Not everybody is in the music entertainment business is millionaires and money's blowing at them every which direction. You know, no, no disrespect to anybody, but there's not everybody's not a Justin Bieber contract. Nothing against Justin; he's right. a hardworking kid. But so I want everybody to go support talent like Chapel Heart. Go check them out. Buy their merchandise. You know when tickets are available to shows, go check them out. Very talented group. Blow up their YouTube and all their deals. Go buy them on social media and everything else it is. But where can you guys, uh, you know, get your music at? Um. So really, um, any streaming platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, anywhere where you can download music, you can find Chapel Heart. And on um, all social media, it's Chapel Heart, um, Chapel Like a Church, H-A-R-T. And you can you can find us everywhere. Honey, we on eHarmony. I, 
That is great. That is that is great. I will tell your fiance, but that just just between me and my listeners. I'm funny with you, love. I'm funny with you. Um, but no, I mean that that's great. I mean, so what's coming up for you guys? We are. Um, I'm telling you, there's a. First of all, let me tell you, they don't ever tell me stuff because I talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) There's usually at least about three or four things I'm not supposed to say, so I'm gonna try to do good. But um, it's only between you and I in 37 countries, so you're good. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Got a little secret again, right? But um, no, we are we are moving. We are trying to go from from state to state to city to city. We're doing meet and greet. So if you hear about us coming to a city near you and, you know, even if it's a little ways away, I promise you, you're going to want to just make the drive, put on the album, put on our album, make the drive, get caught up on the music and come sit down with us and meet us. Those have been so amazing. We were out in Muscle Shoals and we had a meet and greet and the, the, the heart that's in that place is amazing. So um, we're just trying to go around and meet and shake hands with as many people as we can and um or shake hands and then sanitize, you know. <laughs> Nowadays right. everything's so crazy, but it's funny, you brought up Muscle Shoals. The fourth person to bring up Muscle Shoals on our show in three weeks time the legendary wow. bj thomas just brought it up um i i've had a couple other entertainers that are there right now recording i can't believe it because as, as educated as i am in music i did not know much about muscle souls and everybody's bringing it up to me so it's one of those things like you said the spirit of it is because in the last three weeks wow. everybody has brought it up and now people aren't going to believe this and, and, and they're hearing it each time I'm saying this. So you're someone else that I, I got to stop down there and check that out. Oh uh, my gosh. Look, when I tell you, if you've got to grab a tour, better yet, whenever you go, call me. Cause I have the perfect guy to introduce you to. When I tell you, um, he has showed us every corner of the city. And I mean, he just has introduced us to some of the swampers, the, the guys who are still alive, the guys who, you know, originated. What's his name? Art. What's his name? Uh, Billy. I mean, uh, Johnny Ballou. I'm sorry. Johnny Ballou. Johnny Ballou. And he is the guy. And um, I know they have tours and different stuff like that. But, honey, I was we, we were uh, recording a song down there. We got a um, song that we recorded over there called You Can Have Him, Jolene. And <laughs> I love that. Out. He showed us everything. Oh my God! Yeah, you got to hear it. It's it's hilarious. It's amazing. What did you? What what was kind of like on the standing of that that song? I gotta ask because you know what what how how did that come about? The song. Oh, so you know, I'm a sucker for a good story. Yes. And, um, and actually, I just I and then I I like watching series. But I can't stop watching them. So I'll stay up for like three days to watch the entire thing. So uh, fiance does not like that much. So um, <laughs> so he's like, you got to So um, so anywho, I, I saw it as like a Netflix series. So, you know, um, our queen, Dolly Parton, wrote Jolene. Yes. And in like 2017, um, Cam wrote Diane, which was Jolene saying, hey, look, I didn't even know he was married. Let's sit down like women and talk about this. And I was like... 
we got to get in on this, y'all. So we said, you know what? And we figured she probably wanted to like, talk around lunchtime. You only get an hour. You're hungry. I do not want to waste my time talking to you. And so we just said, you know what? You can have some Jolene. Look, just, just take it. So, <laughs> that is fantastic. I mean, I so love cute. that. I love that. See, and, and that's the thing. I mean, so so you guys have these meet and greet things going on. Um, Music-wise, um, do we have an idea of when the next song's going to drop? I know you're working hard with with your song out right now, you know, Jesus and Alcohol. Right. And so, uh, and you, you have almost 50,000 blows right there on uh, YouTube, by the way, on I Jesus think, and Alcohol. That's amazing. That's crazy. And I'm just like... It was crazy just watching the numbers roll. I was like, there's no way. Like, there's no way that we have a heart from Popperville. But we're super grateful, though. Y'all keep watching and keep keep it rolling, you know. I just We're super excited about that. But right now, we are currently um, in meetings trying to figure out what's next. What do you say next after Jesus and alcohol? And... <laughs> So that's our that's our thing, and then it's like you know when do you when do we release it and when you know so we've got all of that that that's in the making and in the works. So soon we will have something ready to roll. And you got some pretty cool merch online too. People can go check out. Y'all, please. We um actually it's crazy. We're back around to it. The um we have this American flag um T-shirt and on the back it says stand up for what you believe in just uh just don't stand on top of me I think or it just says stand up for what you, oh you know it says stand up for what you believe in just don't stand on top of me which is a line from Jackie's song and um and you know just just talk to, is that so that shirt's super important to me because I think that in the in the in our in our country right now. I think, you know, we ought to be able to, to say the things that we want to say and still be able to love each other. We ought to be able to not be voting for the same people, but still be able to love each other. And um, Amen and to that. that. Amen to that. important to me. And so that's what that shirt, you know, that's what that shirt represents. So we've got that one. We also just have Chapel Heart t-shirts. And, you know, y'all go browse around on there. And, um, as, and as you got an album out there right now, too, you know, Out of the Mud. Yes, 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 yes. Y'all go. You can get a signed album from online, or if you want to come to the show, you can get one too. But um, all every time that you buy merch, it helps to help us travel. It helps keep us on the road, and literally that's how we're surviving right now. Our fans make donations. Um, New Orleans still has no live music yet, so we there's not you know what I'm saying there's no work here. Right, and um, that keeps so a lot of people out of work. A lot of people out of work, not just oh the entertainers, God. but the bus drivers and the workers behind the scenes and the stagehands right. and everybody. And and and, that, and that's the thing I want everybody to encourage. Go check out now. Now, you guys, do you guys put any live events on like Facebook or anything? Uh, we do have a we do have a couple, I believe. Um, I, I I've been so like <laughs> so like all over. I have no clue. I pray that the girls have not put anything embarrassing to me up there. I just had not <laughs> We've just been voting for C on the first CMT 12 pack countdown. We were number two on that. And, I um, got that news from Scott, and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I'm excited." I mean, that was really cool. I look, I love having artists on, and you know, that's what we do. But I mean, at the same time, when you have somebody who jumps up that high on the charts, that's really exciting. I mean, right? what, what were you it doing was, when you found out you were number two? We were at a we were at a hotel in Muscle Shoals, and um, we were trying to find out. They didn't have it's um, 
TNT Music. And so we they didn't have that channel, and we were just trying to figure it out. And it was about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'd already fell asleep. And um, I hear, yes, yes. <laughs> and I was like, what the world? And so um, our bass player runs over. He was like, we're number two. We're number two. I hear Tree is dead screaming, and I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So we just been working hard to try to get to number one. And um, our fans are just incredible. How do you get from number nine to number two without having the best fan base in the world? And That's amazing. And congratulations to that. I mean, you, you. You, you are such a pleasure to have on. And I'm so glad. And, and and you, I really enjoy your music, and, and uh, you know, I want to see you hit number one, man. Everybody, get yes. out there and hit hit those votes, hit those numbers. Jesus and alcohol, shoot that thing right to number one. Um, yes. You know, right now, Chapel Heart. But I, I really appreciate you coming on. Give a push to your uh, all your uh, social media, real quick, please. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that, y'all. Chapel Heart, y'all. Make sure y'all go find us, follow us. Uh, we would love to be friends with you, and uh, we would love for y'all to be friends with us. And I always tell people we're super nosy, so we like to see what's going on in your world too. So <laughs> go find us. I love that. That is fantastic. Like I said, please come back on again. You have something coming back out. New hit happens. You hit number one. We'd love to have you back on, Absolutely. and we'll cover you in person when when able. We will cover you in person or in the neighborhood for sure. But it has been a true pleasure to have you on, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome singer from the group Chapel Heart, Danica Hart. It has been a true pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the Lifebox Media Channel. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. You have a wonderful day, my dear. What do you have to say to your fans, real quick? Um, I just want to tell you guys I love y'all so much. Y'all keep supporting us. Um, what you do does not go unnoticed. And if I had a hug, if I had arms big enough, I would hug every single one of you all at the same time. I love y'all so much. Thank you, Danica. You have a great day. All right, you Take too. care. My pleasure. Bye-bye.